Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. On today's episode of People Will Steal Anything, Anytime and Anywhere, we go to Kissimmee, Florida, where it was clear right off the bat the perpetrator or perpetrators may have had knowledge of the business because after cutting a hole in the back of the building, they went right to the location of the computer that controlled all the surveillance cameras and unplugged them. They then proceeded to the cages and went to work because the owner of HSL Animal Paradise, an exotic pet store, later found that the business had been robbed of 50 birds and two monkeys. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine, Cliff, going down the car with two monkeys in your vehicle. <laughs> the shenanigans that would be going on inside that car. <laughs> how about just one monkey? Well, yes, but you put two of them I mean, together. I don't know how you could drive down the road and not laugh at the stuff that goes like, on in there. I'm just like, if you had a pet monkey and, you know, he was used to getting in the car with you, he'd want to turn every knob and push every button and flip every switch. You could hardly drive the darn thing. And, har- and he would always change the radio station because exactly we're right. not popular with monkeys here at Country 98.1. No, you're, no, you're right. My right hand this morning is absolutely numb to where I can't hardly hold the pencil anymore in my hand, Cliff. Your right, your right hand is yes. numb? Oh, man, it's horrible. I must have a little oh. bit of that carpal thing. Carpal tunnel? Yes. Because How I've long been, has it been doing that? Well, ever since this morning when I was forced to uh, write a thousand times on a piece of paper for oppressive yeah. management that I will not wash my undershorts out in the office water cooler again. <laughs> I thought everybody was at lunch yesterday, Cliff. I thought the building was empty except for me. And I thought, what could it hurt? There's no one around. And yet, someone from sales was here and caught me. <laughs> With your undershorts in the water cooler. Well, I mean, you got to do things when you got to do them. And I thought there was I mean, nobody yeah. around. Yeah. And so now my punishment is to write that a thousand times. A thousand and I'm like, times. I'm like it, I don't know, 62, and already I can't feel my hand. He's <laughs> going numb. Yes. It's possible you have, you. it's possible. Is it just like your entire hand or just portions of your hand? It's uh, mainly my thumb and my forefinger and the middle finger. And a little bit on my ring finger. So it's almost all of them, Cliff, except well, for my pinky. It's fine. But No, that's definitely carpal tunnel. You have carpal tunnel. Save yourself the $800 from going to the, the uh, doctor and giving all the tests done. And I'll just tell you right now, you have carpal tunnel. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> we'd hear some more scary stuff about the coronavirus that scientists are just now learning. But with encouraging news from the world of technology about how to fight it. Of course, it's a disease that's not only constantly evolving... Medical investigators have been playing catch-up from the beginning as well. That's why the CDC has issued continually changing direction about how to best avoid infection. We're just learning about how to do it. It had been previously thought that you would either have COVID and show symptoms or carry the virus and be asymptomatic, not have symptoms. But that might be changing as well. As scientists from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology say, they've uncovered data that shows if you are COVID positive but are asymptomatic, your voice sounds ever so slightly different. And if you are asymptomatic, you have a very small cough. You don't even know you're coughing, and it can't be heard by anyone else. It's silent. A series of tests where those things were measured resulted in a success rate of between 985 and 100% accuracy. And the MIT engineers say it's 
Well, because it's sound-based and predictable, they can construct an app that you can install on your smartphone, and it uses the phone's microphone to see who in any room is COVID positive and who isn't just by listening. You know, using technology to determine who's silent but deadly is a long way from how when we did it when we were kids. <laughs> Clip, I got to ask the question, what happens yeah. at the West Side Nut Club if nobody claims the uh, <laughs> prize? What are they going to do with all you know, that money? I, I was looking through their uh, social media uh, pages this morning. They haven't really said yet. I'm assuming they're, you know, because they don't, that's all donated to charities and scholarship funds. I'm assuming they're going to keep it and do that with it, wouldn't you say? I don't, I don't know. But I don't know that specifically. I mean, I would hope they would have some kind of contest to give, you know, like a second chance contest or, uh, <laughs> you know, in my case, the first chase chance contest. I didn't have a chance to get down there and get a ticket. You know, like yeah. a scavenger hunt or something. You pay money and they hide it somewhere, and whoever finds it wins it. they got to come up with something. I'm sure they'll take care of that. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. Well, Cliff, speaking of taking care of things, yeah, the uh, Thanksgiving Sides contest that we talked about last <laughs> oh, week, yeah. I will oh, have yeah. to say the response to that idea has been less than stellar. I think that's what I could easily <laughs> I was, say. I was going to go with the word underwhelming. Yes. <laughs> Catastrophe also pops into my that, head. That, that does come to mind as well, yes. But I think we're going to go ahead and try it. Of course. Of course we are. Why would we, why would we avoid walking into certain disaster? I think that once we get a momentum <laughs> built up in the sides contest, Cliff. This, you know, suddenly I'm reminded of that commercial for, uh, I don't remember what, even they're, what they're advertising, but if you're kids, if you're teenagers or young adults in a, in a scary movie, why do you always do the dumbest thing? Like, let's go hide behind the hanging chainsaws. Remember, you know that commercial. You've I do know it. that, yes. I've yeah. seen it a bunch. So, so <laughs> once again, we have decided to hide behind the chainsaws. That could be the good name for this contest, too, Cliff, <laughs> hiding behind the chainsaws. And if, hey, look, if it doesn't yeah. work out yeah, and we, you know, run into some roadblocks, perhaps yeah. we could recruit a West Side Nut Club member. They seem to be pretty good at their <laughs> their. They, they know how to do things like that, don't yes. they? Yes. Yes. So if absolutely, if we actually, you know, are horrible at this, we might go up for some outside help. Good morning, Phil McCracken. Hey, you guys are talking about this new game for Thanksgiving. Is it going to be rigged uh, just the way the uh, Reese's game? I mean, the candy game was. You guys were always pushing the Reese's. Uh, you're somehow going to have Reese's Cups on the dining room table for Thanksgiving. Okay, that game was not rigged, Cliff. You could tell by the lack of participation in there. <laughs> no, no. if it was rigged, there'd be uh, lots, lots, way more votes. Yeah. Yes, and we did not push Reese's yeah. at all, did we? They happened to be the champion, but we didn't have anything to do with that. No. Everything on the voting contest are yep. straight above the board, right, Cliff? Well, absolutely, yes. I think absolutely true. Oh, we got somebody yeah. else here. You guys realize that the West Side Nut Club actually offers a prize for doing what they do where you're not, right? You know, they offer, like, money where you're offering nothing but a boring, boring, boring game. How many times how many can you say was that? Yeah, how many borings can you say in one sentence? <laughs> it was there? like a four-boring yeah, game. Yes, yeah, a four-boring <laughs> game. You know, I've never been to Virginia that I can recall, and... Now I'm not sure I want to go. Apparently lawmakers there have all of the other problems in the state covered because the House of Delegates last week passed a bill that would force parents to be present for what was previously an unknown event for kids. Now the Whitetail Park 
is a nudist camp not far from Norfolk that has long been a family spot for those who are into that sort of thing. But this past summer, they held a camp session for youngsters between the ages of 11 and 18. And it was much like a summer camp that you or I may have experienced as kids, except they were all naked. And if that's not creepy enough, lawmakers now want to require naked parents to be present to supervise next summer. And if that's not creepy enough, under the proposed law, your naked grandparents would be acceptable chaperones as well. <laughs> I went to one camp in my lifetime. Yeah. In Evansville. Yeah. And I lost the name of the place. And the only thing I got out of that yeah. was a bunch of bug bites. <laughs> I literally looked like they'd had dinner on my legs, Cliff. <laughs> mm. Mm. But at least we were clothed. I will say That's that. Right. At least you had clothes on. Yes, everybody was clothed, so I was happy about that. Cliff, will you be on scene tonight to report on the election results here in Gibson well, County? You know, considering the uh, Overlook studio basically is on scene. <laughs> well, that is true. I kind of forgot I mean, about that. I, I can look right into the hallway right now where the... Uh, Election officials later will be the votes will come in the the doors on the other side and they'll be counted. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty well here, and uh, I'll be here this evening. Uh, I'll get the vote tabulations from the county clerk's office as they're published. The uh, candidates are you know going wherever they go for their election uh, watch. Try to get out and visit with some of those folks. So yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be on the air tonight live. Um, talking about election returns so well is there any way cliff with your connections in the voting world yeah can you get the election returns from another state in a local election or is that impossible no i'm sure there's some way to get it i just need to research specifically what it is that we're looking for i want you to look for the town of rabbit hash kentucky <laughs> Rabbit Hash, Kentucky. Yes. It's about 30 miles away from Cincinnati, Ohio. It's a little far away from here, but uh, okay. I'm depending on you to come up with this, Cliff. You uh, see, who's, who's running? They're electing way. a new mayor in okay. Ra Rabbit Hash. Okay. And the candidates yeah. consist of 13 dogs, a donkey, a rooster, a dead cat, and an actual human being. <laughs> That's who they've got in there. And there's about 315, 320 yeah. people that live there. And they've elected an animal as their mayor for 22 years in a row. <laughs> yes. Now, the current mayor is a pit bull named Brian. Okay. And they've only ever elected dogs. And I'm thinking this year might be the upset because Higgins the donkey, and that's his real name, Higgins, Higgins. the donkey. Yeah. He's right now in seventh place, and they think he's going to make a push and a kick at the very end. Yeah, clear. kick. Yes, yeah. He'll, yes. He'll turn around backwards and kick his way to the front of the race. Well, that's what they're saying anyway. Yeah. That, and I was wondering <laughs> if you could do that because they're not even listing the results of the human that's actually tried to be the mayor. <laughs> I'm sure when he went down to the courthouse to file his candidacy, they were like, what are you doing? Yes. <laughs> even the dead cat stared at him. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's running right. in there. Yeah. So. <laughs> Now, the whole thing is kind of a, you know, a little yeah. take on a little, you know, comedy about the voting and all of that. But they're doing yeah. it for a good cause. They do it every year. They try to raise money, and they're trying to get $50,000 because when you vote for one of these animals, not the human, yeah. 
when you yeah. vote for one of the animals, you give them at least a $1 donation, and they use okay. that money in town. But That's they cool. are all excited about it in Rabbit Hash, Kentucky. So if you could throw that in once in a while, Cliff, or at least uh, let I'll me know s- tomorrow morning. Uh, I'll, let me let me work on it, and for sure I'll have it by tomorrow morning, so we'll know. Yes. That's just perfect. That's just What's absolutely that? perfect. What are you talking about? Oh, Cliff, you know, we're trying to get the uh, Thanksgiving Sides contest off to a roaring yeah. start this morning. and <laughs> Roaring, yeah. Yes, and we're trying to build up the excitement for it, and a lot of folks yeah. seem to be against it already. Every time, I think, I see a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. That's because the tunnel is on fire, and that's what's <laughs> happened to us this morning. I've been informed, Cliff. I've been working yeah. on the sides. Okay. And I've been informed that Brussels sprouts has already dropped out of the race as a candidate. <laughs> I mean, it's, this contest is so bad that Brussels sprouts doesn't even want in. Yes. I think the reason is I can't get Brussels <laughs> yeah. sprouts to really tell me, you know, trying to do yeah. political talk around the subject. I yeah. think it's because Brussels sprouts has realized everyone hates them. And doesn't want them on the list anyway. Nobody's going to vote for Brussels sprouts. And if you're not likable, you can't win anyway. So, Cliff, we're going to have to come up with a substitute. Something besides Brussels sprouts. Yes. Brussels sprouts was going against roasted mushrooms and is already out. Yeah. Ooh, roasted mushrooms. Yes. So we're going to have to come up with some other side there. You and I. We'll mark him out. And we'll okay. put somebody else in there. And we'll start the contest. Let's do it on a rip-roaring Wednesday tomorrow morning. How's that? Okay. About 6 o'clock. Where can I go sure. to vote, Cliff? Because I know this um, will be uh, widely anticipated. <laughs> well, as usual, people will vote at weedandcliff.com. We'll post another link right under our pictures to our uh, Thanksgiving Sides contest. And unlike the candy contest, which yep. I want to emphasize was not rigged, in Reese's favor in any way whatsoever. We were accused no. of that earlier this morning. Yeah, I saw that. There was nothing about that. Yep. Nothing going on there. Unlike that contest, how about we vote this time? Let's do something different and actually vote for the contest, okay? <laughs> As opposed to not. Yes, please vote. Four votes, that kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Bill McCracken, I'm so excited about the new game you got going on there. It sounds really intriguing. Uh, how do I uh, go on there to vote uh, for Higgins the donkey again? Okay, you can't no vote way. for the donkey on this. No. He's a bit confused. <sighs> you know, this isn't starting very well at all, Cliff. There's been a lot no, of pushback on it, and now we're trying to vote in a race down in uh, Rabbit Hash, Kentucky. Kentucky, yeah. It has nothing to do with the Weed and Cliff food fight. Oh, and then we got a text message. Yeah. If you guys can pull off a total of 150 votes in this, okay. This gentleman says he will personally do the polar plunge. <laughs> oh, really? That's what he says. As a, as a <laughs> because you know, our asking him to wouldn't be enough because we asked a lot of people last year to do the polar plunge with us, and there was only one. Only one, Walter. That's right. Let me ask so, him real quick here, Cliff. You go ahead. Okay. So, uh, I mean, I'm just saying, if he gets what was 150 votes total, that's what we get in our in our Weed and Cliff food fight, then he's going to do the polar plunge and go full shrinkage with us. Yes. So cool. I just asked him if it was correct, 150 votes total or 150 yeah. votes every round we have, and there's the answer. Okay. Yep. 
150 <laughs> total, Cliff. That's all we have to do. Well, that's easy enough. And we it, can dra- we can drag this out until we just I don't know until we beg and plead and get votes. It might be March before we end wrap right. this sucker up. <laughs> Cliff, here's a very interesting voice message. I never thought about this whenever uh, Phil McCracken called in earlier this morning. Morning, waiting, Cliff. Nick from Montwell checking in. You know that is some kind of intriguing that contest you're coming up with, but. You know, I, I could see mashed potatoes and noodles being a side, but why would you want to eat a donkey? That is a good point. <laughs> why I mean, would it should, have, it should have been a dead giveaway? That should have been, yes. I never even thought of that. Little McCracken here. Just a random thought. Uh, it's been on my mind here lately. Nick from Otwell there. Uh, what kind of uh, last name is from Otwell? Is, is that German? How do you spell that? Okay, all right. Let's not jump all over Nick. <laughs> <laughs> no. Let's not get that started. These two had made peace last week, Cliff. You knew that. Yeah, yeah now they're back at it. Now they're back at it. Let's just... It's not very nice. It's not very nice. Let's not be yeah. pointing at each other and calling each other names. You've heard the old saying before, have you, Cliff? Yeah. Don't poke the bear. <laughs> Especially if he's asleep. That's right. Yes, I've heard that. And the bear has been poked this morning. Oh, no. And now it's on. Is the bear's name, by any chance, Nick from Otwell? Hey, guys, it's Nick from Otwell. I was yeah. going to tell Phil McCracken there not to get his knickers in a wad, but, well, I forgot. He don't wear knickers. <laughs> he wears a skirt. Okay, all right. <laughs> no, no. Yes. No, yes. no, no. Oh, no. See, we know he's wearing a kilt. And you can call it a skirt if you want, but you have to pay the, be prepared to pay the consequences. Maybe Phil will be the bigger man here and let this slide, Cliff. Oh, I doubt it. <laughs> well, I doubt it. Fingers crossed. We hope that <laughs> Nick, uh, Phil just lets it slide by this one time. Bill McCracken, of course I'm the bigger man, but I'm not going to let that comment slide there, uh, Nick from Otwell. Uh, a real man wears a kilt, not a skirt. Just like a real man wears underwear or boxers. Nancy from Otwell. Okay. You can't say you're the bigger man. <laughs> and then launch that. <laughs> and launch that he missile. Him, he called him Nancy from Otwell. Yes, he did. <laughs> it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Yep. And Cliff, I've been very interested in this ever since the virus mess has sprung on us. And mm-hmm. they've done the research and they found out the surface in a, gro- a supermarket grocery store with the most bacteria... The pen pad that you use during checkout. (laughs) I'm not surprised. I've seen some places clean those off, but I've seen a bunch of places that never do anything. They do that at Menards. Yes, they do. They do. Every single time, yeah. The surface with the second highest bacteria count, Mm -hmm. the shopping basket handle. You never think of that, the little carry-around basket that you have. Rarely do they get cleaned. So I see, and you, I see people like now sanitizing those before they touch them, and I'm have previously thought, well, that's kind of dumb. <laughs> but I guess maybe we all should be doing that. I huh? think we should do. Tied for third yeah. place, the mm-hmm. freezer door handle, and the front of your shopping cart. Nobody hmm. thinks about that. I've seen, I've done it myself. Grabbed the front of it and pulled it around behind me. Yeah. And yeah. the fourth was the baby seat in the shopping <laughs> cart. So basically, the dirtiest part of a grocery store is the part where all the customers touch stuff. Pretty well, <laughs> except for the handle on the cart. Yeah. That's the cleanest spot. 
the actual handle that you're pushing the cart with because, and I think yeah. you can figure it out, everybody's cleaning it now whenever they <laughs> grab a cart. True. You see these things at the store right at the door front, the sanitation wipes, and you just wipe her on down. But all of that you can take straight to the bank. I'm just wondering if uh, old Phil McCracken wears high heel shoes with his uh, dress. I mean, his uh, <laughs> kilt. I mean, his skirt. Okay, that had nothing to do with take it <laughs> no. to the bank. <laughs> We're poking the oh bear my. again. You know, Cliff, I'm really surprised, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, um, um, because this battle royale, there was like a third person jumped in there and made some crack about Phil McCracken and heels and a skirt. I'm surprised Phil let that slide. Um, I don't think he did, Cliff. No. <laughs> no. Oh, no. No. <laughs> oh, no. Phil McCracken. Where, where, where? Uh, who's that calling in there, piping in with your opinion? Uh, was that Higgins the donkey? <laughs> okay, all right. Higgins the donkey is running for mayor in Rabbit Hash, Kentucky. That, yes. That was not Higgins the donkey. <laughs> well, anything said today, Cliff? Phrases of the day, serpent number three. Your naked grandparents. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Number two, using technology to determine who's silent but deadly. <laughs> always going to be number two. Right? Always, and always. And the number one morning road show phrase for today, I will not wash my undershorts out in the office water cooler. <laughs> How's that going, by the way? I'm still writing. I'm at about um, 302 now. Okay. You know, you could have asked, asked the boss if you could... Type that instead of writing it. Wasn't that smart, use a, Cliff? Use a computer. You type it once. Copy then paste. copy and paste 999 times. I understand. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.